Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Auditorium with me, Hazel Rowe. I'm excited to introduce Ivan Martinez, who is the Chief Auditor for Santander London Branch. Ivan spotlights his long-term career with Santander and what makes a good auditor. Ivan has also had the opportunity to relocate with his role and lead large teams. Something for everyone in this one. Enjoy. Hello, Ivan. Welcome very much to the show. I'm just really curious to understand, um, you've been working within audit the whole of your career, um, and I noticed that you started as a private banker um, for Santander in the first year. Can you please explain to us what made you decide to get into internal audit? So first, thank you for, for having me here and, and share my experience with, with all of you. So yes, uh, when I finished my university studies and, and so on, I, I started with uh, in, in financial industry in, in private banking. And uh, to be honest, at that time, uh, I, I was young and, and eager to learn. And I thought that uh, internal auditing was going to provide me with a better uh, uh, background, a better overview of the uh, whole industry. Uh, obviously, uh, at that time, I didn't know exactly what an internal auditor does and and what is this? And I was uh, super excited about uh, obviously traveling, knowing a lot of people, and also uh, the the dynamics of, of internal audit about learning uh, among different areas uh, and, and so on. Uh, so I would say my, the first uh, impulse to move to internal audit was to learn more and having uh, exposure to different areas, not just uh, uh, the sales activities, and uh, understanding better how uh, a bank and the final industry works uh, at the end. Okay, because you, you've obviously, with working with the same bank throughout your career, what would you say then has been... Um, I, I suppose, what's made you stay working for the same company? So I've, I had this question uh, a lot of times, and I would say that in at least in, in internal audit in Santander, uh, you have challenges and you have a progression uh, quite regularly. So you are in the wheel of uh, getting promoted, getting uh, new challenges, it's true that in the global uh, in global uh, companies, uh, you have the opportunity to travel abroad and knowing uh, more colleagues uh, around the world, uh, meeting new cultures, and that that is uh, really exciting when when you are young and you are uh, really eager to to learn and, and to know um, more about about banking. And uh, in the other side. I found internal audit as a place to be to basically have a, a wider view of the organization. Uh, it's true that the, sometimes it looks like uh, it's not super exciting the internal audit uh, world, but to be honest, uh, I, I found it 
very uh, dynamic because you are jumping from auditing, imagine market risk in, in Argentina to uh, uh, private banking in New York or Portugal. And three months later, just reviewing uh, an event that has happened in the industry and see how this is impacting your your company. So uh, right. I would say this is this is the the main thing. So uh, usually in the organizations that I know, because I've got a lot of colleagues uh, in the industry, internal audit is a career very dynamic and very rewarding in terms of progression because uh, is is very structured and it's easy to progress and to get uh, and to move on, on on the next steps. And I think uh, that is very uh, very rewarding and very very important, right? To continue in the in the sure. same in the same and, area. And with regards to then um, climate change, ESG, um, with regards to, I know that when I started recruiting in the industry, travel um, for internal auditors was sort of around 70, 80%. Um, then, and then sort of since COVID um, and with the new technologies that are coming out, it's it's almost as though not many people are traveling as much. So would you say that um, th- this will tra- travel will continue? Um... I think <clears throat> will continue, but obviously with a different intensity. Uh, obviously, for uh, doing our work right, we need uh, the continuous uh, relationship and, and physical relationship. I would say having face to face meetings with the with the people and so on. Obviously, the, the new technologies are helping us a lot in uh, contacting uh, people in other geographies instantly. Yeah. So we've got, uh, at a click, yeah, we've got someone in, in our screen. But uh, I, I, I would say that there is still an important factor of a human factor of having meetings face-to-face and resolving issues uh, in a physical meeting, which is uh, pretty much easier than than through sure. Spain. And and obviously you're from Spain, and um, you you you've moved to London, you know, through through your job. Do you find that um, d- does your company um, do quite a lot of training for foreign nationals in in other countries as well. So they they get to see how the um, other offices operate, um, especially with regards to the audit methodology. No, totally. Uh, When there is a change, for instance, in the methodology, or we change recently, recently, four years ago, we changed uh, the system that we are using for uh, audit execution yeah. and, and so on. So uh, we tend to uh, have this uh, approach to travel to the geographies, to have uh, on-site trainings, uh, to make sure that uh, local teams are uh, aware of these changes, mm-hmm. well, uh, and also to, to learn from from all the geographies about what are their needs, is there any change or anything uh, locally required that then we need to adapt uh, or, or adopt into into our methodologies and so on. Yeah. So, so yes, again, the intensity 
uh, has changed because this is a, a trend in the, I would say, not just in financial industry, I would say in the whole world about uh, contacting sure. through, through the IT tools, but uh, that, that human touch well, I think it's important as well because it makes um, people understand other countries' cultures and, and really how to, yeah, okay. how to sort of communicate, really. Okay, great stuff. So I suppose, uh, you know, you, you've done lots of things with Santander. I, I would, I'd be very keen to understand what's your biggest achievement um, working for the bank. So I would say... And uh, we always try to uh, remember more what is closer to to your current situation. But I would say that the uh, the the achievement that makes me really proud of of uh, our uh, our work and our effort is is the the creation of the of the team in London uh, responsible for investment banking in in Santander, where. Six years ago, uh, I was uh, landing here alone, and, and with the effort of, obviously, with the help of all my colleagues in in headquarters here in London, we've created a fantastic team uh, of now we are 28 people uh, working for internal auditing investment banking in London, and I think uh, that that is one of the achievements that makes me really proud of what we have uh, learned in the journey because this is not just about what we are now. It's, uh, you know, the, the beauty of this is the journey of how, how you build everything, how you adapt the methodology, how you start interacting with uh, regulators, uh, getting feedback from every, everyone, navigating, obviously, as organ organizations, the cost challenges, uh, attrition in the team, which in London is is very normal, and and, and all these kind of things. I think uh, now I look to the to the past, to the last six years, and I think uh, what we achieved here is is really remarkable. Because sure. you've got quite a diverse team as well, which I think is quite important to say. And 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 your okay. team is has been quite well, is quite quite a stable team as well. Um, and, and you've done quite a lot of internal mobility as well. So, so what do you think then in terms of the, the people that you've employed maybe internally that's not, that, that's been out of audit that's come into internal audit? Um, what skill sets do you think that, um, internal audit offer that they haven't realized what they can achieve, I suppose? Yeah. I would say uh, many people that are coming from a non-internal audit background, they approach internal audit as, as obviously the first uh, impression sometimes is like uh, you guys are the, the team uh, ensuring that the rules are, are being uh, complied and, and so on. But they, then they, they really understand uh, what is our role the current role in the organizations of, of internal audit, who, which literally has evolved from the old times of being the the wrong name about the policy of the organizations and, and just purely assurance uh, uh, work to a more uh, advice 
and being partner of the business and and the areas, which I think uh, is very valued by the people uh, approaching internal audit from from other backgrounds. Also, they they recognize the first the value that we add on this on this role, and also the the adaptation that we have to the different uh, to the different areas that we are auditing because. As I said at the beginning, uh, in usually, unless there is a very specialized team, uh, usually they, they come from auditing some uh, compliance regulation. Mm. They go then to more, uh, let's say, numerical reviews or even other uh, kind of reviews like uh, culture reviews that we are doing as well. So this diverse environment of work and touching a lot of areas, I think, uh, is something that they value a lot. Do you, do you think then that people don't realise how how much is involved in terms that you can actually become quite a um, product specialist with it, especially sort of within the markets area or retail banking? Hmm. Totally. I think, uh, and, and again, it looks like uh, I'm just... Uh, selling the, 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 the function, but I, th- I do really think that uh, an internal auditor with experience and having touched a lot of areas uh, will add in the future a lot of value to, to those areas because uh, especially, at least in, in my organization, we dig into the very detailed uh, things and processes so we replicate a lot of uh, controls, a lot of processes, and 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 at least in in London, our team are becoming more or less specialists in in several areas, which yeah. uh, is really valuable then uh, for the organization. So in Santander, we tend to to call it internal audit like an academy of the rest of the bank because. Our people uh, usually they tend to go to other areas uh, to take roles in second line, in first line as well, or any support functions, uh, and and they work really well. So would you would you say then that um, in in Santander internal audit has been more of a gateway? Do you get more more people that sort of move into the business from your teams, or would you say that? That they they make their careers within internal audit. I think there are. Uh, it, it depends on first the the motivation of the people, obviously, and and also uh, how we try to uh, to create the environment for them uh, to uh, be secure and, and confident of moving to these areas and and that they are doing they are gonna do. Uh, really well. So in that sense, we've got several cases internally of people moving to uh, compliance roles, moving to risk risk roles, moving to some uh, uh, governance and strategy areas. Recently, we had a a person going to a a business unit like transaction banking. So, and and I think in general, the, these movements are really successful, yeah. so uh, they, they are really prepared 
to go there and, and deliver since since the very beginning of the, mm. of the movement. I always thought as well, I always liked the idea that working within internal audit, you've got the opportunity to audit the, um, the departments that you possibly might like to go and work in, so you know exactly what the manager's like and exactly how good they are at their job, right? <laughs> totally. I always say this, and, and some people in you know, senior management, they, they don't buy uh, this idea, but I always say that apart from the CEO of a company, the other person who really understands the whole structure of, of, uh, of the organization is the, is the internal mm. auditor, because... They, they understand the weaknesses in second line. They understand what is happening in, in, in the business. They understand also what the regulators are asking the organization to deliver. So they are on top of all the spectrum of risks and, and issues in the organization that uh, I, I just can see the CEO being on top of these kind of things. Yeah. You know, because the other uh, C-suite... Uh, Professionals are more focused on the area of expertise, so risk is very focused on the numbers and so on, compliance and regulations, but this overall view of everything, I think the only one saying this with the CEO is, is the internal audit. I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I've definitely noticed a lot of the C-suite roles that we see, um, you know, the favoured mm. candidates are normally somebody who has done some sort of stint within internal audit, internal audit. That that you know can can communicate and 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 deal with the regulators. It, it's very important now. Okay, great stuff. And then, do do you feel then that um, in terms of um, people coming into into internal audit, then do do you think that sort of um, people are still tending to stay within internal audit, or just use it as a bit of a stepping stone, just in general? Well, uh, again, I think uh, it's, it's depending on profiles, yeah. but it's true that uh, right now, uh, at least uh, you tell me probably more than, <laughs> than I can say on this, but I'm seeing uh, a trend in internal audit to start uh, embracing profiles from uh, many areas of expertise. So right now in internal audit is very important the IT background because there is a strong uh, tendency in all internal audit firms of uh, automating processes, creating tools for continuous monitoring the risk of the organizations. And for that, obviously we need experts, right? And, and uh, the tendency will increase with the so-called chat GPT and, and all AI uh, tools that are coming for, for staying uh, totally, we will need to adapt our way of work to these new tendencies. I will, we will need uh, these new profiles. And, and I will say, oh, I want to see uh, this as a way to attract this kind of, you know, of people, of this talent, and staying here for longer because because they know uh, that we are a partnership with the with the uh, senior managers and, and senior leaders of the organizations and they are going to be uh, asking and demanding from us 
uh, more of this uh, of this kind of sure. work, right? So it sounds to me then really then going forward, you you foresee that any sort of business audit role will be more hybrid in terms that they will need some. Um, you, you know, a knowledge of technology or data analytics. So, as as a company, what what will you what will you do in terms of offer more training for that, or will you sort of go to market to look for those sorts of skill sets? So, so we've got different uh, lines of work on this. First, uh, we are hiring uh, some profiles like a. Uh, engineers, IT engineers, uh, mathematicians, uh, and so on, to build our own right. tools uh, in-house. And then these are rolled out uh, across the, the globe uh, to all the local teams and, and giving training uh, to them to use this, you know. And then, obviously, uh, here in, in London as well, we are rolling out a training uh, program of these new technologies like uh, delivering Power BI trainings, uh, ensuring that they are uh, involved in all these developments that we are making internally and, and so on. Which the idea is to start bringing, obviously, talent that we don't have in the, in the team and also upskilling uh, the team with this uh, approach of new technologies, incorporating new tools into the BAU because okay. uh, I think it's the future. And and do you think and and so do you think sort of bringing on maybe sort of graduate training programs of I, I suppose probably I'm keen to understand that if you had somebody in data analytics for an example or somebody that's um, doing market risk in, in terms of putting them onto a graduate scheme scheme into internal audit, what, what do you think the sell is to entice them to come and, and, and to do their graduate scheme in, in internal audit? So it's very interesting because, uh, for instance, that in London is a fight that I'm having with our HR and, and they're uh, more open now to, to these kind yeah. of things because it's true that some years ago maybe Internally, it was not so uh, attractive, you know, so sexy for the graduates yeah. to come and, and, and embrace the, the change of, uh, of coming to these this kind of areas. But now, more and more, uh, they are seeing this tendency and they are seeing that uh, internally, this is a place where we are piloting uh, a lot of uh, innovat innovative uh, programs like, uh, as I said, developing tools for risk uh, dashboard monitoring, uh, creating automated tools uh, to uh, test uh, uh, the whole population of uh, contracts, for instance, where we need to review certain contracts. And uh, for that, we need to start, uh, as I said, upskilling the, the team in that sense, and they are coming more and more and approaching internal audit more and more. So I feel that you're saying to me that next year, really, that the, the sort of everybody in their audit plans or you believe then that really still data analytics is going to be a very big area for internal audit next next year as well as culture? 
Totally, totally. Uh, I think uh, first, obviously, uh, yesterday I was in, in another event as well, and, and one of the topics was, was about this, is uh, we need to break, let's say, the, the ice on this and, and start getting more data analytics in our BAU, not just as a defining indicators and so on, but really automating testing mm -hmm. that we do in internal audit, you know, like uh, reconciliations, like uh, analysis of uh, alerts, independent analysis uh, mm -hmm. from the business, and these kind of things. And for that, we need to continuously uh, incorporating these, these tools and using it more and more. I think that the first uh, the first stone for for making the change, I think, is 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 to try and and start uh, embedding all these all these new tools. Sure. Um, and why do you think then culture um, to all the internal culture is now becoming yeah. such a big topic? Uh, do you believe sort of COVID's brought that on or um, a mental health mm. or, you know, the fact of what people working from home to ensure that they're doing their jobs efficiently? Totally. Yeah. I think that that is one factor. The other factor is the social movement on, on having a more uh, diverse representation in, in all the, the estimates of, the, of our life organizations, governments, and so on. So here in the, in the UK, we've got the, the example of the latest paper from the FCA about DNI, which I think is, is a real uh, advance on, 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 on this topic. And from internal audit, obviously, as I said at the beginning, we are becoming more and more partners of the senior leaders of the organizations. And they are asking us and demanding us more and more to cover all these aspects of the organization because, because they are really worried about, uh, are we having a, a, a really diverse team? And these questions, obviously, the, I would say the, the natural uh, position to, to make the question is, is to the internal audit. Can you help me to know if we've got this, if we are, if we are working in the, towards the the correct uh, objective uh, and, and we've got the right culture and uh, in terms of selling products, in terms of internal frameworks, are we fostering internally collaboration, diversity, thinking customer and these kind of things. And, and they are really demanding us to cover all these sure. aspects. More and and more. I think you've just hit the nail on the head, Nat, there. Um, you know, long, long Gone has the myth about, you know, internal audits just about ticking boxes. It is definitely more of a consultative role now um, to be able to yeah. guide and, and, you know, make sure everybody gets to where they need to be, right? Totally. I mean, I think uh, who thinks that internal audit is just a, a, a ticking the box role and, and we are just with uh, seed papers and saying these are the controls that I mm. want to review is totally old-fashioned. Right now, the organizations demand us uh, to be in the, in the decision-making process. So they want us to be in the process of design new, uh, new activities or new compliance frameworks or 
new teams and they are asking us to be involved from these kind of things and to be involved from the beginning, not when everything has finished. They want us to be in the project committees. They want us to be uh, in the even in the obviously in the in the process of uh, of design for telling them, uh, guys, you are missing this part or. As per our experience, we've seen this not working in this other area. Let's try this other other way. And they are really valuing this this value that we are adding in this process. And and and, and how do you think that's changed? Because you know that there there was a very especially sort of years ago, it was nobody really wanted to work in internal audit because there was no buy-in. Everybody used to yeah. see internal audit as the police. And um, do, do you think that that's just come from sort of CEO group down um, to sort of change people's minds? I, I, I would like to say that, yes, that is coming from the top. But I, but I also, and this is just between you and me, uh, I also I think they, they've, they were forced to involve us because the period of changes that we've experienced in the last 10 years, 15 years is, is incredibly huge in the mm -hmm. industry. And, and, and obviously they need, uh, we've, uh, we've lived periods of uncertainty and, and they want, uh, some certainty, uh, some assurance that they were, everybody was aligned to the strategies that they were setting up. And, and the things were progressing adequately. And again, the, the natural uh, area to make these questions at that moment was, was internal audit. So it was like, again, I'm not saying that they were not thinking us uh, ahead of this, but they were a little bit forced, yeah. uh, you know, for, for involving us on all these kind of things. And I think uh, we did really well on, on answering these questions, you know, and attending these demands. So in general, they are very happy with, with the internal audit departments in the many of the organizations that I, I've got colleagues uh, in. And, and this is obviously increasing the, the trust on our department and increasing the demand. So now we are seeing the raise of the bar of the expectations yeah. from, from them on internal audit. Sure. Okay, that's great. Well, look, I suppose um, just to finish off, I won't keep you too much longer. We can um, have a quick fire. Um, I've got five quick fire questions to ask you. So if you're ready. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. So go tell ahead. me, what's one piece of technology you can't live without? Oof, I would say now is my mobile, my phone is, and, and the iPad is, I take them uh, even before than my the keys of my house, you know. <laughs> and, so it's the first thing that you... And tell me, what are you before, reading yeah. right now then? So uh, at the moment, I, I'm reading uh, a writing of uh, uh, pol uh, the police investigations because I'm ah. really very curious about these kind of things and... and I'm always looking for new books about this kind of thing, so it's 
really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> and um, tell me, if you wasn't working for Santander, is there a company or, or you know, doesn't necessarily have to be a bank, but a company that you admire quite a lot? Well, right now, I think everybody will say any any uh, tech company, which are right now the the big uh, players in the in the world. But I also uh, would like to say uh, uh, some companies who are really uh, doing things to have a, a better world for everybody and taking care of uh, of climate change and trying to to make the, the world the more sustainable sure, that we can. Sure. And um, what's the best thing about working in internal audit? Knowing people. I think uh, probably when, when you are, I understand when you are in the other side of the fence, you know, when, when an internal auditor is, is approaching you, maybe uh, some, of, some people they don't like a lot, but I think uh, it's important to have a positive attitude with them and, sure. and making them aware that we are here to help. Yeah. So meeting meeting people and, and having good relationship with the, with everyone, I think is the best of our yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. When an internal auditor approaches me, as long as they're the first one at the bar with their wallet out, I don't really mind. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, tell me, that is, there, is, is there one question um, you wish I asked you? So, uh, yes, uh, where do you see the market in the next years and, and how do you see it's going to be one, apart from the, obviously, the, the financial backgrounds or whatever, the main uh, characteristic that uh, you think is going to be very valuable in, in, the, in the market, right? Um, so you're asking me, I think that, um, <laughs> I think that, um, from the, from what I'm understanding is that data analytics, uh, climate change, ESG and credit, especially on the counterparty credit side is, is going to be busy next year. Um, I think there's quite a lot of uncertainty in the market, especially around, I know everybody's talking about data analytics, Continuous monitoring has been going on for quite some time now, but really in terms of where that does lead the audit career, I personally believe that we're always going to need internal auditors because you're going to need to have the human side um, more than what a, a, a robot can do. Um, but I think sort of over the next year, it's going to be a lot of business as usual just to see sort of how um what happens with our government and and the world and um yeah business as usual <laughs> yeah totally no totally agree uh, i think uh, sometimes i i yeah, at least in my team i call this like a uh, uh, data yeah. analytics 2.0 in internal audit because it's true as you say some years ago all these things started but now we are we are seeing the the second wave of this and more detail on what we are uh, implementing and, and what we are looking yeah. for. Yeah, totally. Well, I, th I also think as well it's about how you place yourself in the market and what you do to, um, mm. you know, how you train, how you how that company helps you to train. Um, uh, but it's like everything, you know, in my career, you, you always see internal audit sort of go up and down and. 
new things yeah. happen and, and that's just life. It's how you keep on top of things, I suppose. But um, okay, well, look, thank you very much for your time today. It's been great to have you as a guest and um, I'll speak thank to you, you very soon. Thank you.